Hey yo, thanks for clicking. You've tuned in to Time In with your host Ricardo Lungus. And I am welcoming him back. The cool as ice. Tommy Crenshaw. How you doing, Tommy? Hey, hey, hey Ricardo. Yeah, it's good to be back. How you feeling, Tommy? Yeah, I'm feeling all right. Uh, you know, you, you bounce around. Uh, a buddy of mine came to me and uh, he, uh, he said, he's like, uh, yeah, you want to go uh, go hang out? I said, yeah, let's go. And he's like, uh, he takes me to uh airport, like, the you know, the private airport. And he gets on a plane of a rich buddy of his. Next thing you know, we're, we're down in Pecola. That's what the cool people call Pensacola. Oh and, man! Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. We have a good time. We're having some drinks, and then the, the the rich friend disappears. We can't find him. So then I'm like calling friends for connections, getting a hotel room. You know, I got friends. You know, you get you can Pensacola. You go the right time a year. You can get thirty, forty dollar uh, hotel rooms. So I found one for about you know about sixty bucks. It's not that bad. But then all the uh, the, the hurricane people from uh, Louisiana. They start coming in, which is, yeah, of course, you gotta, you know, take care of those people. That's a exactly. rough time for exactly. those people. Uh, hearts go out to everybody uh, dealing with that stuff. Definitely, but then the, the hotel room shot up to like three, four hundred bucks a night. And I just, I, I get out of there. So, uh, you know, me and my buddy, we, we stay for a little while and we just, we end up uh, trucking way back and, uh, end up in Atlanta and then came back home. So, uh, the, but yeah, it's, uh, Pensacola is a great town, great, uh, great sports town. They got the, the Blue Wahoos down there. They, uh, there's oh, yeah, a, lot of, oh, yeah. a lot of college football fans in the panhandle because you don't have that definitely, allegiance definitely. to any spe- uh, specific team. You got, uh, Bama fans, uh, Florida State fans, uh, Florida's, uh, the LSU's, the Mississippi. You got a definitely, bunch of, that's, uh, it's a great place to talk, uh, sports. I mean, that's the thing. They got some good sports bars, uh, down there. I mean, hey. Yo, speaking of a person who knows about good sports bars, we got to introduce uh, a long time. I didn't tell you about guests. this girl I met while I was, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, you, you can tell you can tell our, our guest about the girl you met. No, I can tell because my Mr. Anthony yeah. North. Anthony, how you doing? Hey, hey, Ricardo. I, I, I gotta tell you, I gotta hear about this girl. I gotta hear about this. Yeah, girl. We gotta, I mean, if, know, Tommy's in, if Tommy's no, in, if Tommy's in, I have to be. I have to be clear on this. No, I have to be clear on this. Because I'm trying to set the record straight. I, I, I'm always I'm faithful to the missus. Uh, there was a little Girl Scout. She stole my heart. I said, okay, I, I spent $200 in Girl Scout cookies when I was down there. So that's the girl. I wasn't trying to be misleading uh, to, to anybody. But, yes, yeah, Girl Scout and girl, uh, some Girl Scout cookies. They come at the right time, especially got a few swirlies in me. I mean, I mean, I, I went to him. I buy a thousand dollars in Girl Scout. Hey, cookies. oh, uh, uh, Tommy, I, I don't mean to, you know, you know, question what's going on and whatnot, but you know, it, it, are you sure those are authentic? You sure those aren't uh, black market uh, Girl Scout cookies? Because Girl Scout cookie season's been over for like six months or whatnot. I don't know they had seasons. That's new to yeah, me. Yeah, you you can only get Girl Scout cookies like once or twice a year, or like once a year, and 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 like I think you I think you might have got gypped. You know well, no, how, how much you playing paying a box for those cookies, Tom? No, I just got two hundred dollars worth. These uh, two duffel bags full of them, which is they're not big duffel bags. They're like the small ones. Uh, it, it's know, enough, Tommy. I think they, they, I mean you you might want to check the expiration date on those cookies. I, I uh, they, they might be like three or four years old. I would you know I, yeah, I I'm you know just saying, if I if I was a sucker for a little girl, I'm sorry. You know you know it's just you know you you don't. I mean that's the thing. Maybe that's what they do. These uh, scam guys, uh, they they want to be kind of like mafioso guys. 
you know, they, they're sending a little girl into a bar, you know, with a sad face, looking for her puppy. Oh, by the way, I got some cookies. You want to buy some cookies? Well, hey, I've got some event. You want to sponsor this? Buy a raffle ticket. And, you know, you're out of town. It's not going to come back to claim a prize of a, of a freaking box of frozen cherries. That's not going to happen. But she could sell 20 bucks to each sucker in the bar. So, yeah, maybe I'm a sucker in this case. I thought it was good. The girl was a cute little girl. You just, yeah, that's what happens. But speaking of uh, wannabe mafiosos, uh, let's talk about some real mafioso. Definitely. Or, or thereabouts, allegedly. Allegedly. Let's be, let's, oh, yeah. I mean, yo, we we can put the legend up there, but you know that that no, he they, got they, charged for racketeering, so that's a little mafioso, yeah, mafioso esque. For those of you who don't know, we do a little pre prep show meeting that Ricardo just spoiled, and obviously he knows the topic we're talking about, and he just ruined the bit. But that's okay. That's what friends do. So uh, yeah, so we're going to talk about the Danbury trashes. The uh, not to be confused with the old Atlanta Thrashers hockey team, definitely, but the, definitely. Uh, which who was definitely a pile of trash. But they, the Danbury Thrashers, a new Netflix documentary part of series of the Malice in the Palace guys, uh, helped produce this thing, and uh, it's uh, about the the minor league hockey team. They were in Danbury, Connecticut. Uh, most people know who that is. If you don't, you need to get a map, and uh, they. Uh, um, let's bring Anthony in on this because Anthony's got a little bit more of the intel on this thing. Yeah, I mean, what we're talking about here, it's a it's a little bit of a dirty business, uh, but, you know, sometimes hockey requires some dirty business. You know, you're trying to draw fans to Danbury, Connecticut. Uh, I mean, look at look at what what's Danbury, Connecticut got. All right, so we we gotta we we gotta figure out how do we how do we create a uh, maybe some entertainment for these people. And one way uh, you do that, uh, you know, you 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 make a few moves here and there. You know, you might you might buy uh, one or two or uh, you know twenty five trash companies. Uh, you know, maybe maybe uh, get involved with. You know, a few people that know how to do business. And exactly, that's, exactly. That's what this is about. I mean, this this was about a business venture uh, between a man and his son. And and I was, you know, I I, I can see where I can see where things might have got a little off track, uh, you know, here and there. But but what do you think, Ricardo? Yo, personally, personally, you know, you know, I was watching this 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 series, you know, and you know, it it, it kind of warmed my heart a little bit because it's it's just a father who wants to give his son. A great life. That's that's all. It, that's all it is. It's like you know, like like the dude said, like oh, what uh, Jimmy Galante. You know, he said, you know, when hey, I barely saw my dad, so I wanted to be there for my son. You know, so you know, I'm you know, I you know, I started off with a truck. Then you know, I had to get two trucks and three, and then next time you know, you got like fifty five. You know, and and you're running like a big business. You know, yeah, I mean that, but that's business. That's how you do business. And then his son fell in love with hockey, but then got hurt and couldn't play hockey anymore. So he's like, you know what? I got, I, you know, I, I got some money. I think I'm gonna buy my son a hockey team. And I, I mean, that that's 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 love, you know. I mean, that is love for your son. Your, your son couldn't do what he loved, so now he can manage what he loves, you know. And, and he, he, like, like if he, if he really think about, it, you know, uh, the kid. At first, I thought the kid was kind of a douche. I mean, I no, no, all, all respect out there. You know, all, you know, I'm no disrespect. You know, I'm just saying. Yeah, no at disrespect first, I, for the douches out there. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's no, other no, good no douches. There's yeah, good yeah. douches. Exactly, exactly. No disrespect, but you know, but w- once you really look into it, that kid 
know, he, he was a stand up kid. You know, he, you know, he, he did what he had to do. You know, he, he, he put his nose to the grindstone. You know, he got down there. He got the players he needed. You know, he got the image he needed and that just helped him out. It's just that daddy got the money from places. You know, he maybe not should have got the money from, you know, here and there. But I mean that, you know, I mean, yeah, there's a, what you call that? Like a criminal record we could look at, but you know, that's, I'm not going into that part, but what, what do you think, Tommy? No, I think uh, you're right. The, the, the family, regardless of like what the father's doing, yeah, look at the, the son, you know, bonding with his father. And by the way, they put together a, a bruiser team, oh, a, a tough team, an entertaining team that was selling out. And that's the thing. And, you know, they had, uh, you know, one of the seasons they had the, the, the lockout for the NHL. So they got the former uh, champion from uh, down from Jersey. Oh, Rupp. Yeah. Oh, oh Rupp over there. Yeah. yeah, they got Rupp over there. He got, yeah. he, I mean, he had a cup. You know what I'm saying? He had a yeah, cup. Yeah, yeah, Stanley Cup. Yeah, didn't. Uh, you know, so you're putting together this uh, elite squad of like bruisers and scrappers, uh, tough guys that nobody want to play. They're always looking for a fight. You had the one dude that's always trying to beat people up, which is great. You're bringing people in. You got your wrestling guys coming in. You're John uh, Cena's and The Rock was hanging out, you know, with the family from time to time. Definitely, uh, they, definitely. This was a very entertaining. They knew how to entertain. That's what they say. But this league, the, 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 the Johnny Squarepants uh, character, who was kind of the commissioner of this league. By the way, this league had like three incarnations, and they don't exist anymore. They didn't know how to run a business, you know. And here's here's a guy, uh, the Galantes, uh, that knew how to run a business. You know, granted, they might have been doing some stuff here and there that might not have been looked favorably uh, favorably or, or by judges and whatnot. But, uh, you know, they, they were selling out. And that's the thing. What if, like, there's a hockey league that should, that gets inspired by this thing? There's, like, a bunch of, like, gangsters and, and drug players and uh, people that are, you know, knife dealers. You know, just your, 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 your tough and rumble of society. They decide to put, put together a league. And uh, they, they don't need to have a salary cap. Keep everything hush-hush under the table. That's the thing. Put a salary cap on a minor league team? Yeah, out of your mind. Come on. Nobody's going to see that garbage. So, uh, you know, no pun intended with the name of the team. So they were doing the opposite. They were kind of, you know, poking fun. But if you had, like, imagine Scarface back in the day. He had a hockey team. I don't know what Scarface say. Okay, with the original 1930s one or the 1980s. Either one. They would have had a freaking a, a, a bruiser team. Uh, you know, your Al Capone characters. Uh, exactly, you know, exactly. your, your, your freeway Rick Ross. And he had a team out in L.A., you would have had a crazy elite squad out there, and uh, they would have brought uh, butts in the seats is what they need. That's how you make a dollar. So why are you worried about all this like, oh, well, so you're paying this guy under the table. You're giving him, you know, a barrel full of cash and some uh, at the docks that you have to load into a van, and you got those guys dressed in black that are way too skinny to be tough guys. You know, and they got the little Uzis that looked like they were made in like 1947 Czechoslovakia. Uh, but, uh, you know, and uh, you have this weird shootout. Like, come on, that's not how things go. Come on, let's get with the program here and uh, create a league that makes sense where fans can go to. Because everybody, even Drake just came out with an uh, Instagram post. And he had the Galante uh, name on the back of the jersey. You know, number 17. So that was the age of the kid. When he took over the team, you know, rappers love the bad boy image. 
Sorry, everybody. I mean, who? I mean, come on. The, the square, even the square pants fella was starting to fall in love with the team. Even he went down there on the ice, was fighting with some of them guys. So, exactly, exactly. Yo, it reminds me, you know, like, you know, like lots of these people in this documentary remind me of, you know, you know, folks from the old neighborhood, you know, you remember, you know, when we were younger, Tommy, you know, like, you know, especially the equipment manager, dude, you know, you know, he, the equipment manager, he, he, he reminds me of some of those old fellas, you know, that, you know, you know, on the, on the surface, they seem kind of sleazy, but behind closed doors, they're incredibly sleazy. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, they're sleazy, like to begin with, you can, you can feel it. But you, you still you still mess with them. You still hang out with them. They're yeah, good company. Yeah. They're good. They're good company. But you know, you know for a fact, you don't want to hang out at their house. You don't want to hang out at the bar they own. You don't. You don't want to. You, you want to kind of keep your distance a little bit. And and, and 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 you know, there's always some guys in a car watching them. You know, there's always. You can always see them. There's always some guys in a car watching them. And you you gotta stay away from them guys. You know. I you know. And things end up missing. People legs end up broken. You don't know anything about it because you got you got you, you know you cool with him, so that he doesn't do that stuff to you. That's that's you know the, you, you know. So, so you know, Ricardo, just, I yeah. mean Ricardo, I mean come yeah. on, I mean you know a few Cadillacs pull up, uh, you know a cinder block and a shovel falls out the trunk. Uh, nothing, nothing to see here. Nothing. Oh, to see no, here. nothing to see here. I mean, I mean it, it, that 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 hey hey the stand up the stand up dudes. That's all I'm saying. I mean yeah. I, you, you, you gotta hang out with these guys, because you, you, you know those guys. You you can help them. I mean, you want to get your trash picked you know. up. I mean, yeah. you don't want you don't want to smell that fish for a month. I mean, exactly. You, know, you, exactly. you just gotta you gotta do what you gotta do sometimes. And that's what the Danbury Trashers were all about. I mean, you know, if you if you you know you cross me, you you know you shoot the puck. Uh, you know, you got a price to pay. I exactly. mean, that team went eight and three after uh, knocking out the uh, head coach of the opposing team. And even the owner, Jimmy Galante, came down and took care of business. He recognized, you know, his team was in trouble. They were a little outmatched. Uh, you know, it was uh, uh, it was like a seventeen on sixteen fight. So he had to come out and uh, even the score. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, like a good dad would do. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. You got, you, you got, you got, you got to stick up for your kids, and they were basically turned into his kids. It turned into family, and you stick up for family. You know what I'm saying? You stick up for family. Yeah, yeah. I mean, or or you know, you stick up the uh, the opposing company's trash man. Either way, hey, that's but, neither here nor there. That's neither here nor there, Anthony. That's neither here nor there. I don't. I you know. I mean, I think it happened. I think they said some of that happened, but you know, I'm I'm not going to go yeah, that, record that, saying that's, that any of it. Happened. That's hearsay. I mean, that's hearsay. The point is that the story is about the hockey team that was drawing fans and and all kinds of uh, rock star level status, and you haven't seen that since. And exactly. uh, you, you're not going to see it until a league just says, uh, you know what, we, we're going to turn a blind eye and sell tickets and not give a flying puck about what the... Uh, <laughs> I see what you did there, yeah. Tommy. So, yeah, so uh, I, I think uh, just to wrap it up here, fellas, uh, you know, if if you could own a hockey team, and post this, what are some things you, you, would, you would do, let's keep it brief, to bring fans in? And uh, start with you, Anthony. What are some things that you would uh, do if you owned a hockey team? So you're the owner and the manager. You were the the the, the dad Galante and the, the AJ Galante. 
Well, I mean, I'd stop using pucks for one thing. Uh, you know, that's ridiculous. Uh, you know, I think it's time, uh, you know, hockey players take off the gloves, uh, you know, and we start seeing a, a fight to who gets the ball first, you know, and then it's, and then it's, it's a different, it's a dual different sport I've got in mind. You know, I, I kind of picture guys, uh, you know, let, let's see what maybe they can, they can do, uh, you know, on the skates other than, uh, just push that little black thing around. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to see. You're describing Irish floor hockey. Yeah, yeah, Irish floor hockey's. Uh, uh, you know, I, I find it a lot more entertaining, honestly. I mean, compared to lawn bowling, uh, you know, it might even be the best sport in the world. Yeah, it's it's up there. What comes to my mind, I don't, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I'm, I'm, I, I'm saying this. I don't want to, uh, you know, uh, I want to look at this from a pure, you know, you know, you know talent, uh, uh, level. But the Legends Football League has a decent following and I think we could do that with with hockey we can have a legends hockey league you know and and, and you know because there are some very talented women out there very talented women you know there's some talented women there are some bruises there's some talented women that can you know look at we we because we can combine you know we get some former MMA folks and we get, you know, we get them doing like the Legends Football League, but on hockey. So, yeah. you know, you know, so you got these, you got these very talented women coming out there. They're, they're playing the hockey. They're doing good with the hockey. But when they need to throw down, they throw down. Yeah. I mean, they breaking faces, you know, they, you know, you know, they, 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 you know, high sticking people, you know, yeah, you know, so we're going to combine the best of both worlds, kind of like that, like, like Dan Barry, but with a little, you know, a little bit of a, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a uh, it, womanly flair to it. You know? So, so it it it's frost, fannies, and fisticuffs. Exactly, exactly. Hey, hey, you heard it here first, folks. Frost, fannies, fisticuffs. Legends Hockey League. Wait, look for it. It's gonna come. And that's the end of the game. Thanks for clicking. You're here with Ricardo Lungus. With me is Andy North and Tommy Crenshaw. TTFN.